This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by Freshly. Chef-cooked healthy meals delivered to your door. Save $20 off the six-meal plan for first-time users with code GWN639. Misfit smartwatches and fitness trackers. Smartwatches packed with powerfully smart features. Get 50% off one item with code MMA15. ButcherBox. Get grass-fed meats delivered to your house. Get $10 off with code MMA Nuts. JNP Cycles. The best aftermarket parts and accessories for your motorcycle. Save up to 30% off with code MMAN. Defense. Soap, used by more champions in more countries than any other brand. Save 15% off with code MMA Nuts. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 344! 344! My name is Ingo Weigel. Back with another show, Violent Fans, Forum Fans, Rock Live, Tweet Serious, and Ridiculous. What's going on? Woo! <laughs> what are you doing over there? Justin Gaethje, Ingo! Okay. He's excited. My new favorite yeah, fighter! Pumped up. I found the man! He's going nuts. We just got done watching Michael Johnson versus Justin Gaethje, the re it. replay. Matt's been talking about this for like days, and he's like, you gotta watch this again. <laughs> like, okay. I didn't really have a choice. He's like, we're watching it. Yeah, what, what was your take on this fight? I love this kid. I don't know. He's fighting in the World Series of Fighting. I don't know what the guy's record is. He's like 18 and Doesn't home. matter. Doesn't matter, but this is the kind of style I love. Leg kick <laughs> no, heavy. He's got like two or three wins via leg kick. Yes. Uh, he takes the Homer Simpson approach to fighting. Just, you just. Mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna get knocked out some point, but today's not that day. Today's not <laughs> that day, Michael Johnson. He just keeps coming forward. It's pressure, pressure. And there's two times yeah. during a fight where he's rocked, almost gets knocked out, comes back. Was he hitting him with uppercuts, knees? Just dropping bombs, just yep. forward pressure Flying the entire knees. fight. Oh yes, standing in the pocket like you said, just from the get go. And Johnson kind of did exactly what he said he wasn't going to do, which was stand there and brawl with <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, this guy's got <laughs> you know his style is technical brawling. That's what it is. Still, He's is, standing in is the that pocket. Like military intelligence? Does it go together? <laughs> sure. So, technical brawling. It sure is, and okay. it's fun to watch. It's exciting, and he's all like, "Who's next?" And he gave so much during the fight, he goes to do his patented backflip off the cage. Fails at the first attempt, can't quite do it. Tries to get up again, falls down again. Pushes off some dude, like, hey, fuck you, I'm doing my backflip. <laughs> Does his backflip. Respect yeah. this. So, uh, after the fight, he said, hey, I'm not going to ask for the money fight. I'm going to be the money fight. You sound like a little bitch when you ask for the money fight. Nice. Okay. Dana White said he's considering doing Ferguson versus Gaethje. That would be off the hook. If uh, Nurmagomedov doesn't fight. Yeah. And I thought, or if you can't do that, I would say a Nate Diaz is on my list. Mm -hmm. I like a little Nate Diaz Gaethje because, huh. oh my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eddie Alvarez, but I think he's supposed to fight Poirier. Conor McGregor! No. Yes, Conor McGregor! Yeah. Conor McGregor! Okay. I know that's not going to happen right away, but why not? That one could lead up. Oh, very excited. Very high on this guy. Because mm -hmm. it's rare that you see a guy come in from an outside org, fight a top 10 opponent, and win. Yes. Like, usually, I think both Eddie and Hector, when they both came in, Hector Lombard, Eddie Alvarez, both took losses. Yes, they did. Sustained a few losses. Lombard before. looked horrible when he came over. Uh, yeah. yeah, who was it? Tim Boach, I think, his first fight. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, he did not look good. I, I don't, you know, it, I, I am pretty impressed. Although I'll say, you cannot walk around and do the Chris Lieben thing for very long. It's not yeah. gonna, it's not gonna bode well for you. No, but it's gonna be goddamn fun to watch. Yeah. This is what I want in a fighter, and I expect from a fighter. Mm -hmm. Reminiscent of a Chris Lido, but with a little more skill, maybe. Hmm. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how that works out. The other question was, uh, I know Gaethje, I think he won fight of the night, performance of the night, made like 100000 in bonuses. Mm -hmm. uh, Reebok money comes into play. Uh -huh. So whopping 2500 for being the main event. <laughs> made his cash. What should a main event fighter be making? Minimum, considering minimum if you're, 10 grand. Minimum 10 grand. Well, I'm going to say the champions make 40000 Oh. and title challengers make thirty. And then it goes down from there. I think it's fifteen thousand. Like, I say that's that's it for that's minimum. I'm gonna say fifty thousand, Ingo. Fifty thousand. If you're in the main event, you're the reason people are watching. Yeah, man. You a gotta lot. get paid, man. Fifty grand's a lot of money. I'd say fifteen. 
<laughs> you're such a <laughs> cheese bastard. Asshole. I was going to call you a Jew, but that might be racist. I don't know. I do have the Jew nose. It's all right. We love the Jewish people. Yes, we do. Shalom, my brothers. That's right. <laughs> I don't know any other Jewish things, so. Uh, I was going to say, Moving as alaykum. As alaykum, salam. That's, most, that's not yes. Jewish. That's not it's all good. It is not Jewish. Uh, shall we talk about UFC 213, please? And thank you. Yes, please. Okay. So. Oh, we, well, the last thing. Sorry. Forgot to mention Jesse Taylor ah. winning the season of the Ultimate Fighter. I think yes. it was the welterweight wins and gets a check for two hundred ninety thousand dollars. This Holy is the guy football, I was telling man. you. I, re I remember while, while we were walking over here that uh, he was the guy who got kicked off during the finale fight because he got drunk and did something stupid. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh yeah, and then he had a fight in the UFC after that, but then he lost that fight. So. He had like 20-some fights in between that time and now. This happened in 2008. Wow. So 10 years later, he comes back to the UFC and finishes, uh, you know, in dramatic fashion, a story that was all messed up. And apparently he did all this for, for to kind of like show his kids that, hey, you know, like life can suck, but life can also be great if you just keep working at it. So good for him. Congratulations. Yeah, Thanks. making it happen. Hell yeah. He had uh, Matt Brown and Dan Henderson in this corner. Exactly. Like, nice. It's good stuff. Making it happen. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, UFC can I talk about the UFC turning? Yes. Where yes. do you want to start? Let me start by saying this. Uh, we watched the UFC on Xbox before. Yes. And it was shit, like, maybe a year ago. But I think it's because it was 720p, perhaps. Yeah, it was not right. No, it was messed up. So anytime it was fast action, it was all blurry. Uh, last night, I because I don't have TV, I have just cable now, uh, internet, I was streamed it on Xbox, and I was impressed. It looked really solid, sharp, very clear picture. Um, the only thing I can't figure out how to do, and maybe you know, is can, aren't you supposed to be able to listen to like the cor different corners somehow? Or? I, don't, I think that's only on UFC.com. Oh, that's bullshit. Not on the Xbox. It doesn't let you do shit like this. features are super limited. It, very. It's like basically watch or don't watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you want? Pause or play. Yeah, what do you want? want? Which sucks. But, but you said you can watch it after the event, right? Up to 24 hours, you can replay as many times as you want. Okay. So That's what I need. Technically, I wonder if right now you can replay. Maybe. But, uh, yeah. So, do you want to talk about anything on the prelims? Like, before? A little, well, I want to talk about Joe Rogan and Dana White. Or, you know, they're doing the hype before. Mm -hmm. And you got to look at They're looking virtually identical now. Oh, wow. I, I can't tell one from the other when they're weird. doing their thing. Like, they are becoming weird. one and the same. Weird. It is weird. You know, it's strange. I, I think it's one of those deals where, like, you hang out so much that you start looking like the other person. Probably. Yes? Very it weird. has been, like, 20 years. It's true. Joe is a little shorter, though. But Dana actually didn't realize, now that this, I never noticed this, but Dana must be short, too. He's got to be, like, 5'8". Nine. He uh, shook his hand before. Was he? Was he, he was comparable in height. He's got to be at least six foot. He was a big dude. I just remember he had very little hands. Like they fit like a little child in my <laughs> hand. I don't have very big hands. I'm no fucking Brock Lesnar. No, but tiny little hands. Yes. You ever? I always notice like when I squeeze, when I shake people's hands, make sure it's firm. But every once in a while, you run into somebody where you're like, "Holy fuck balls! That is a strong handshake." Where you feel like the well, man can just crush your hand. Yeah, but it's also it depends who the person is because some people will over-squeeze a handshake, but then some people have fucking meaty hands because they work, like, they yes. do manual labor. Construction and, guys. And, like, their fingers have muscles. Oh, yes. The, the like, tips. Holy shit. <laughs> that, like, like, there's meat here. Oh, yes. You know? It's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's weird how much alike they look. But let's talk about the card a little bit. Sure. Okay. Where do you want to, Let's start the main event that didn't happen and then, like, work our way back and we'll hit Please. some of the previews. Okay. So, You're talking about the newest fight? Yeah, so... What happened there? We have Nunez versus Shevchenko. Uh, comes to fight day. Nunez has to pull out. He's sick. Apparently. Cut. Couldn't make it. Was busy. Washing. Dana White says she was medically cleared. Uh -huh. Washing her hair. Sand I, I, in the vagina. I mean, I, did I say that? I'm I right. heard she had a stuffy nose and couldn't <laughs> fight, Ingo. I can't breathe. <laughs> can't fight if you can't breathe, Matt. <laughs> Come on, seriously. I, yeah. Well, I don't know what she's got going on, but I don't Mental care issues? how sick you are. If it's the day of the fight, you gotta fight. Yeah. People have paid their money. Not that like this is that big of a deal to me to not see this fight. I'm just thinking about fans. 
you've paid your You're whatever always thinking money. about the fans, man. You've paid whatever your money is to yes. see the Bullet or Nunes, whoever you want, the Lioness. The Lioness. You got to fight. Stuffy knows or not. That doesn't seem right. like the biggest of deals to me. So Stuff. your equilibrium's a little off. Right. You'll be all right. Maybe. Maybe she was mentally already losing. I don't know. It was I a, had a problem with that. Yeah, I hear you. And Dana White does too. Did not like it. No, he said no more main events for her. Yeah. We'll see how long it lasts, John Joan. Right? right. Let's talk about the main event then. Please. The other main event. Yo uh, Romero, Robert Whitaker. What happened? Oh, you want to talk about that one first? Yeah. Okay. Main event. All right. Um, I was thoroughly impressed <laughs> with Robert Whitaker. I would say. Uh, journeyman still becomes <laughs> the sort of champion. Is it interim champion? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, I mean, I felt like he took the best of Yol and he delivered and he put a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know, he put a beating on Yol at times and, and just, he looked good. And, and he said something was fucked up with his leg, like something about in the first round, but he had a bad, he had an issue in training camp, it came left leg. He looked kind of weird. And it's funny, I noticed Joe Rogan is so much. I don't know. He makes fun of the like uh, fluid dynamic guy. Like who was that kid that had uh, uh, not not uh, McGregor, the other guy? Uh, oh, um, your boy, Mr. Natural Born Killer, had that one guy. Charles Condit. That's it. Kind of like making fun of his movement guy, but Joe is very much a movement guy. Like mm -hmm. he could totally right away, and I didn't even notice it. And he pointed out, I was like, yeah, he is moving kind of funny. Whitaker was, you know, kind of on that leg. So, but. Uh, where am I going with this? I'm just saying, I'm impressed. I, th I still say he's a journeyman, and I think Joe Rogan said, I was waiting for that word to come out. I'm like, please say journeyman. <laughs> They're he's never going to say that. He said journey. What a journey he's been on. Yeah. But um, good for him. Just good for him. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> like, well, I. this fight is tough. I don't know what it is about... Whitaker, but I just I'm not behind him. I'm just Why? not buying into this, and it's God, crazy because you no, know, he just beat Jacare. Yes, well before this fight, mm -hmm. beats Romero. Yep, I think he's like eight or nine and zero now, or he's won his last nine fights, something like that. Mm -hmm. Gonna fight Bisbing next. Yeah, Bisbing all class, obviously. I don't know, what the fuck comes in, something, something, I don't know. motherfucker, something, something, here's my belt. I'm drunk. Something, something, <laughs> why'd you fuck my wife while you're at it? I don't know what this guy's talking about, but, like, really? And then before the fight, did you see he's sitting there, and he's in by the corner where Romero's looking at him. Yes. He's got a little Cuban flag. He rips the Cuban flag in half and throws it at Romero. Oh, yes. Like, what are you doing? So Ariel Juani in a post-fight press conference asked Yul, like, so how do you feel about... Michael Bisbing ripping up the Cuban flag. And he, after a little back and forth, he just gets to this point. <sighs> like, oh no, you have angered the soldier of God. He is coming for you. You can't even say words. No, so he just got out of grunt because he recognizes he's the soldier of God. The man just disrespected my entire country. Yes. This man's willing to die for his country. Uh -huh. I fear for Michael Bisbing if it's a three round fight. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Yo, Romero, five-round fight. Not so good. Yeah. So, next for Whitaker, I'm still not buying into this. I don't know I, what it is. You're not. He's too much of a journeyman for you? I, just, I can't put my, my, my finger on why I'm not behind the guy. Maybe just because he's a hard worker. I think I have a problem with, like, the, the Michael Bisbing, the Frankie Edgar, and I think this guy fits into that mold of, a hard worker, good cardio, good takedown defense. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's not my style of fight. You want crazy. You need fringe guys. Yeah. Like and he finishes. Tight. I think he's got like a 73% finish. He's got a lot of power, man. It's a lot of power. I'm just not sold yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's going to take. He's beating all the top people. But we'll see. Anyway. So he, he's going to fight Bisbing next. And then Romero, mm -hmm. uh, I think you got to do Luke Rockhold. Really? Coming off of losses. That would be exciting. Yeah. As long as it's not five rounds. Dynamic strikers. Yep. Explosive. And here's another one. If I would have told you before Rockhold and Bisbing fought that within like a little over a year, the title fight will be Michael Bisbing versus Robert Whitaker, what would you have said at that point? <laughs> no way. No chance. 
<laughs> I mean, Whitaker is kind of like an unknown. In, in, as far as a superstar, he definitely is not yet a superstar. Right. Michael Bisbing is that fringe guy that who's been around that people know about, but he's definitely not a superstar. So what's up with this division? I don't know, but sure. I mean, so obscene. This is like the craziest turn of events uh -huh. to get two people that, in my book, are never going to own the title. Never. No. I would never pick either of these guys. And I think maybe that's the issue I have too. Is that I'm not seeing it, and that's I'm I'm, I'm not behind it. Yeah. And now they're both there. Very weird. Well, I think Whitaker has a good chance. In that fight, sure. Yes. I think Ms. I think Bisbing is already Did done. You call him he, Ms. Bing. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Bing. One and done, I think, for that guy. Maybe. If he ever makes that fight. Yeah. Alistair Overeem, Fabrizio Verdum. Verdum was robbed. <laughs> Bullshit. I call on that. How the hell does Overeem win that fight? Come on. That's a it's, draw at best. It's a. Book. Well, there was one draw and then a 29-28, 29-28. But still, majority. Is it a majority decision? Yeah. Yeah. So. Bullshit. I don't know. I don't think Overeem did much. And I'll say, Verdum, looking slightly not himself, like a little pudgy. Yeah. You know, Overeem, you had mentioned, had a gut thing going on. But he no looked, abs. He looked he yoked. Looked, he was 253, and I forgot what he weighed in at the previous fight, but I want to say it was lighter than that. Oh, yeah. He looked a little thicker than normal. He's getting big again. Huge. Yeah. But this, it's... You know, I don't want to ever want to see fucking Overeem fight again. I'm just gonna say, because <laughs> this is not what I invest my time and money into with a fighter. I like the Overeem of old, where it yeah. was one round. I'm gonna fucking maul you, destroy you, knock you out, or I'm gonna get knocked out in the process. I yes. want all or nothing, not this calculated. And I think he said it himself. I'm just point fighting. I'm just trying. He's just trying to game the system, and I don't know if that's too a Greg Jackson. Like Wiggle John thing, they get in his head and say, "Oh, listen, Overeem, you're older. Let's fight smarter. Let's just get the win." He is pretty. You don't want to mess up his face. But who wants to watch this shit? I mean, you're not engaging. He's carrying his hands down here. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and then he's not really even weird. doing anything. And they posted. I don't know if I Guilty. put this picture in. This crazy stat of the night, where it shows each guy significant head strikes. Verdum 13, Overeem 14. Significant body strikes. Uh, Verdum, 14, Overeem, 4. Uh, one knockdown for Verdum, one takedown. that the whole fight? Down. For the whole fight. 27 and 28. Yeah, significant. This is not total, so. But still. But still. Like, the the volume, as I was just saying, that Gaethje, like, halfway through the first round, I think the strike output from that fight totaled or surpassed the, stri the total strikes for this fight. Yeah. Like, you got to do more. I don't give a fuck. And then Overeem, or, yeah, Overeem's strategy backfired in the third round. He's tired. He's just standing flat-footed in front of him because he yep. was just trying to use movement the whole time at counter, mm. and it didn't work out. No, it didn't. I, that's Which is why I thought he lost that fight. I don't see how you could score Overeem. The third round, definitely. Third round is a 10-8 because he almost yeah. finished him. It's a 10-8 yeah. for Verdum. And it just depends how do you score one and two. Yeah. I mean, I, that's where I feel a draw. When it's that close, like the first two, you can't tell who won. And then you have a, 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 a fucking third round that looks like a pretty good 10-8 to me. Look yeah. like a good fight to be a draw. And mm. afterwards, Dana White said, you know what? Based on that performance, I do not see a title shot coming for over it. No. And I think that's warranted. The problem is, what the hell do you do with this division? I was kind of looking at it overall right now. And... Uh, mm -hmm. So you have Stipe sitting out there without a fight. Mm -hmm. Now you have Verdum, who's... I'm going to go in order. Verdum was number one, just lost to Overeem. You have Cain Velasquez is number two. He's not coming back till October. Mm -hmm. Then you have Overeem at three, who just beat Verdum. Four is Dos Santos, who's fighting Nangano. Uh -huh. Five is Nangano. Okay. Six is Hunt, who just beat Lewis. Seven is Lewis. Eight is Alexander Volkov. He's fighting Struve. Nine is Travis Brown, his four losses in a row. And then uh, ten is Stefan Struve. I question Travis Brown being on the list, but okay. Stefan Struve, when was the last time that guy fought? <laughs> When's the last time he used his reach? Never. Yeah. So, I, you know, we talk about the heavyweight title. I think the only fight you can make is if you got to hope Kane comes back right yeah. now. And then you do Kane versus Stipe. But what the hell do you do with, like, Verdum? And what the hell do you do with Overeem right now? Let him rematch!
<laughs> I don't ever want to see that fight again. We see it I three times and it gets worse and worse. I, I don't know what to do with any of these guys. And then prior to that, you had the Curtis Blades fight. I feel like this card heavyweights lately have been sucking it, like, big time. I want to talk about that one specific. So let's get fights for these guys. Maybe that, I brought that up because I don't know. I feel like Curtis Blades could fight like an Overeem at this point. I'm good with that. Give him, give him Overeem. See what happens. Mix it up. I think he should be in the top 10. Travis Brown does not belong. Four freaking losses does not belong in the top 10 in the heavyweight division. I'm sorry. I, I used to like the guy, but four yeah. losses, man. Well, I think it's got, he's got that Ronda Rousey stink on him. Yeah, and literally. That's, <laughs> well, I, I think it's just that negative attitude, and you're going to... I don't know how if you fight to the level of the people you hang out with, but Probably. you're hanging out with a loser. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's good for you. Loser. You know? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but I think for Doom, I'd give him Derek Lewis. Okay. I think oh, they're geez. both coming off a loss. I don't okay. know how that's going to work out. And for Overeem, give him winner of Struve, Volkov, or whatever. I know he just fought Struve a couple of years ago, but mm-hmm. like this heavyweight division is eh, unless you go really low. That's the problem. I think what I'm trying to do is keep Overeem fighting someone in the top ten. But as I just li- read off that list, like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, fuck. We you talk about, do you want to talk about Curtis Nipple Blades versus Nipple Daniel Omelianchuk? Yeah. Ugh. Just fucking much. kill me. Randy Couture reincarnated, went for, what, fucking 14 takedowns, couldn't <laughs> get one. I don't have any other game plan. I'm just going to keep going for takedowns. Yeah. There you go. Well, in his defense, he's he's that guy who was super explosive in the past, throwing guys around like crazy, could not do that to this guy. And it was kind of like, okay, we don't have a plan B, so just keep doing plan A. Oh, just, <laughs> just, just fucking kill just me. Just keep going with it. And eventually, it's going to work. This is why you have to electrify the cage. Like, fuck, <laughs> you guys are going to do the same shit, then we're going to start shocking the fuck out of you. Please do so. Poke them with sticks. Yeah. Give the fans sticks. Put an alligator in there. Seriously. Um, I was not impressed. Blade said that, it, okay, yes, I, I would say yeah. not the most intelligent interviewee. Why? I didn't see that. His, his, I don't know. Every time I hear him talk, I'm like, I don't know what's going on in that man's head. He doesn't, he doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'm not sure what he's talking about. But he's one of those guys who seems like a freak athlete, and maybe the, the IQ level is not as high as it should be in, in certain areas. So perhaps that translates into fight IQ. I'm just going to keep going for that takedown. That's what I'm thinking. I'm all about the takedown. Yes. I'm not getting it. He's been able to do it. Throw people around like crazy. But Safer. Yeah. I mean, he won that fight, but it wasn't very impressive. And then we had these two heavyweight fights, which are typically kind of like the change of pace. We're like, yeah, something crazy is going to happen. And nothing happened. I think that's USADA killing the heavyweight division. Yes. I think maybe we need to go two shorter rounds for the heavyweight division. Two minutes? It's something. Two I was going to give him three. Okay. Like, if we go to three minutes, like, why does everything have to be the same? Because I don't think the UFC is a one-size-fits-all. Like, we talk about the flyweights. You should be in a six-by-six six fucking dog <laughs> six cage. Six-by-six. Like, this is how we make shit exciting. <laughs> Heavyweights, we have to have special rules. <laughs> fucking three-minute rounds. Oh, at least look at every one of these fights when it's going long now. Yeah. They cannot care. It's fucking five minutes is a long time to fight. Okay, yes, three five-minute rounds. That's a fucking long time to fight. It's insane. So Give the men a little more time to recover. That's Two all I'm saying. Rounds. Min- one minute round. It's a tough man <laughs> contest. I'm okay with this. Five <laughs> one-minute rounds then. It's, it's just it's fucking all or nothing That's then. Crazy. I like this. See, we're smart. That's why we should be running shit. That's right. Bellator, hook us up, man. That's we'll right. fucking run. We're, exactly. Every division will like, have different roles. What is roles. this dog cage doing? Just trust me. We're going to need this for the flyweights. No, literally. Hear they, me now. They believe come me out later. of a cage that's like a dog size, and they have to come out of there. That's fine. Do they come to the ring and with the leash? Yes. You leash these fuckers. Yes. Like, then they're barking. You <laughs> <laughs> fucking you little crazy. That'd be I like awesome. this. They throw a piece of raw meat in there and get oh, them yeah. all fucking fired up. Absolutely. There's humping it. Get it, get it. Motherfucker, get it. That's just weird. You're taking it too far now. No. <laughs> all or nothing. Who's humping their food when they're before they eat it? No, I'm humping whatever gets in my way. <laughs> okay. The food, the cage, the fan, whatever, oh, the cameraman. Okay. Fair right here and right there. Jim Miller versus Anthony Pellet. Pellet. <laughs> Pellet. <laughs> 
Tennis! Right on point. Yes. What did you think about this one? Uh, well, I mean, definitely Pettis won that one. Uh, I felt like finally, I don't know what it was that his confidence looks back. Pettis, that is. Yeah, and it looked like round by round, it like grew and grew. Yes. Kind of like the Grinch's heart. It grew tenfold. <laughs> was he green? I don't know. Yeah, the little tiny charcoal black heart. <laughs> but uh, I I'm impressed by Anthony Pettis against a guy who's pretty tough, Jim Miller. Obviously, it's difficult to finish him, but I mean, he makes it up trying all kinds of different shit, throwing the capoeira like weird. Yeah, yeah, and then Jim Miller tries to go for a roll, get a knee bar. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. But uh, I'm, I like, I like this Anthony Pettis. This is the guy I remember from back, way back in like four or five years ago. We had the title. They beat Benson Henderson. Yes. He's doing the fucking Showtime kick in the WEC. Yes. So what, what happened? happened? I don't know. Usada. Is it Usada? Yeah, but maybe this is enough time off and fighting in the right weight division. I don't think featherweight, because he went to featherweight Ooh. to chase the title. Ooh. Ooh. Back up. Yeah. I just, you know, one thing that bothers me, I wish Jim Miller would be doing better in his career, but he just seems like he's on a slide. And would you call him a journeyman? I think that's the definition. Losing? A journeyman. No, just a journeyman. Okay. What kind of journey is he on? Not a good one. I think you no. should just be brewing beer at this point. Okay. He's tough. I mean, he, he, gatekeeper. Does have the beards. I mean, he's tough as fuck. Do you typically get a boring Jim Miller fight? No, no, definitely not. But uh, I hate to see him take this much punishment. And he just True. seems like he keeps running up against guys who are just slightly better than him, you know, on that night. Yeah, and it used to be, like, grappling was his shit. And now we just kind of don't really do that. We mm -hmm. just stand, stand and bang. bang. Yep. Hmm. So we'll see. Ooh. Next for Pettis. I, w I would like to see him fight Dustin Poirier. Ooh. But I know they're going to do that Alvarez fight next for yep. him. So you could give him a little Al Iaquinta. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that man <laughs> is bitter. You need to give him someone in the top ten, and Al Iaquinta is on a hell of a terror right now. Yeah. I would do that. Okay. And then uh, prelims. Let's just talk about that Travis Brown. Um, we just said four losses in a row. I I did not see Travis Brown show up for that fight. He no. gave up. He just quit. He outright quit during that fight. And that rear naked choke went in. There was no hand fighting. It was just, just fucking take it. I'm done. Fucking done. And it's sad to see. I don't like seeing people go down this path. And here's a guy. Oh, I'm back. Right? When we saw him, like, God damn, this guy's got the potential. He could be next heavyweight champion of the world. I don't know what happened to him. He left Greg Jackson. Remember? And that was, like, oh. the start of the downfall. And then Edmund just mm. fucking chasing that pootie tang, And Ronda. Chasing that pootie tang. It just twisted the Messed man. up his head. And he had a lot of fights where he injured himself. I, I forget. Was it the Bigfoot fight where he blowed out, <laughs> dancing around, like blowing a hammer? You're like, oh no, what are you doing? And then he broke his hand, and another one. What, didn't, what fucking fight was that where he injured his hand? He called a timeout. Like, oh, I gotta pop my phone back in. Uh, fucking bullshit. Was it the Overeem fight? I don't remember. I know what you're talking Verdum. about. Verdum. I think Megan was a Verdum fight. Yeah. Sounds right. And Verdum push kicks Edmund at the end of the fight. Yep. Forget the fuck off. Okay. It's disappointing. Yeah, but and Dana White said, "I think Travis Brown should just retire." <laughs> he probably should. Fuck. That's not a bad idea. I mean, he's in that Arlovsky range where you've gone, you've lost five in a row. Mm -hmm. Arlovsky, Travis Brown's lost four in a row. But I think they're so thin at heavyweight, they're going to keep him around. They have no choice. There's, I mean, you, you read the top ten a minute ago. And, and it's it's just sad. Like, there's no... Like, you want that... You need that up-and-coming uh, Curtis Blades. Uh, yeah. But we need excitement. You ain't going to get it right now. It's not going to happen. Shorter rounds. Telling you. Shorter rounds, rounds is what we're doing. Two-minute rounds. Please. All right. So you got anything else for those? Uh, no. I want to get into some news. I just want to mention Todd Grisham is the worst fucking announcer <laughs> ever. Yeah. What do you say? He's trying to pronounce Sakuraba's name. He's like, uh, Tsukurubu. <laughs> uh, and then I think Brian Stan whispers over, it's uh, Sakuraba? Yeah. Which, by know. the way, Brian Stan Drogan, don't like the combination. I'm sorry. I just, I, it's, it's, it's brutally harsh for me to listen to. My ears can't take it. So 
I wish they would stop monkeying around with this nonsense and just stick to something. Well, Brian Stan has zero enthusiasm. He's very I'm analytical. gonna call the fight like this the entire time. He's watching the Justin Gaethje Michael Johnson fight. He has no emotion. This is like one of the fights of the year. Yeah. Wow, Gaethje's really taking a lot of shots. Look at him come back. Wow. He's beating ass. You know, on Sundays, this guy likes to go to school and church. He's a church man. I thank you, Brian Stan, for the yeah. non-commentary commentary. News! Yeah. Uh, well, apparently, Frank, speaking of heavyweights, mm -hmm. Frank Mir granted release by the UFC. Free to go off in the greener pastures and do his thing. What do you think? I like it. He said he wants to fight Fedor. Of course. Who wouldn't, <laughs> who wouldn't want to fight? That's I'm a, a Fedor. It's a tough point. fight. Yes. I don't know if Is I. It? I don't. You wouldn't pick. I, I think I pick Fedor in that. What? One. He's been on a losing streak. But is Frank Mir gonna knock him the fuck out? Is no. Frank Mir gonna take him to the ground? No. Frank Mir is gonna stand and bang. He's gonna oh. end up on a losing end of that one. But okay. uh, I thought he was gonna try some grappling. I thought he was gonna get back in the grappling. Probably. So I think that would be a good idea. Mm -hmm. Going to <laughs> whatever. There's so many of these submission fucking. The edgy, edgy Bravo, Eddie Bravo, Invitational, whatever Chael Sonnen, yeah, submission grappling bullshit. So cold. <laughs> it's so hot in here. My what nipples are, are hard as rocks. <laughs> like, maybe, oh my god! I'll just call you Curtis Blades. There then, you go. Man. Hard nipples and everything. Rashad Evans. Right. Um. Oh yeah. Speaking of other heavyweights, hmm. did you see this Gabby Garcia freak show? Yeah, I heard she fought a midget or something. Over Apparently, the and then oh, it's gonna be loud. And she yeah, knocked her down and then uh, did a little soccer kick action. But if she's like two foot nine. How are you not going to soccer kick the chick? Uh, I don't know, but here it comes. And how long has Gabby been striking? She, oh. has, she has some of the worst striking ever. She is wearing the pink shorts, Matt. And again, here's someone uh, expert on the ground. <laughs> right. High level BJJ black belt, right? Mm -hmm. Let's strike. Let's stand and bang. My question is, how does this fight get sanctioned? She's obviously like Japan. twelve weight classes above this other chick. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, she's like the Bob Sapp of freak show fights right now, and I mm -hmm. love it. Yeah, they just want to see her beat up Asian women for some reason. <laughs> Sweet. Who doesn't like want to beat I mean, what? did I just say that? I don't know <laughs> what this guy's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, that girl's. That, Whatever she is, scares the shit out of me. Uh, and why is that DQ? Why can't we have soccer kicks in any other organization? I don't know. Was that somebody, she somebody made, shout like, man down? <laughs> she may literally kick her head off. Uh -huh. You see those gifs of uh, Fedor fighting Brett Rogers and he punches him and his head goes oh, into yeah, the, the fucking crowd. Yep. I think that literally would happen with her if Probably. you let her fully tee off on one of these little chicks. She's got a hundred pound. Wait, <laughs> advantage on that. Yes. At least. Uh -huh. oh, fuck me. Got any news? Yeah, I want to talk about during UFC 213, they had a promo for the John Jones versus Daniel Cormier 2 fight yep. at UFC 214. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Because it was a lot different than any other promo they've ever made. It was extremely raw. It brought up John Jones's history. It brought up the whole like problem with the drinking and drugs and... Sex car crashes. And car crashes and everything else, and Cormier, him and his righteousness, you know, in the mm -hmm. whole situation, and how John was like, kind of screw you, and Cormier saying that he, John, is only gonna be the best version of himself if he loses to him because he will, he will become who he's supposed to be. I thought it was great. There's fire, yeah, there's crazy music. At one point. Know? Yeah. So gloves on fire. Yeah. Exactly. So I thought it was pretty dramatic in the right way, and I wonder if these guys, my question is still, that magic that we had that one night where shoes were thrown, Matt, where <laughs> things went crazy, where the world stopped for a moment, and they were like, there's a fight happening, we're excited, John Jones, Daniel Cormier, can yeah. they do it again? I don't know. I think no, but maybe. Uh, maybe, I just, I'm, I'm interested because this is the first time we've ever seen the UFC actually Acknowledge some issues with one of their fighters. They have never done a promo to say, "Yeah, this guy's done coke. This guy's had car accidents. Blah blah blah." 
they're actually showing you all of the fighter scars where in the past they always just brush it off. It's right. never happened. It's yeah, never happened. This guy's undefeated. He never lost a man. Hamill, you know. But I'm wondering if this is because you don't have the Ronda Rousey, you don't have the yeah. Conor McGregor. You need to really build a star. So they're really going with this positive, negative, uh, good versus evil kind of thing. Yeah. And almost it's like you're making your root for the underdog. Are you? As I ask this. Don't you want John Jones to win? Don't you love a redemption story? A man who's hit rock bottom. He's ready to come back to the top. I do, but not John Jones because he's full of shit. Okay? I don't believe anything this guy's telling me. I hope that, you know, I'm wrong, but at the same time, I think he's never changed. He's going to keep doing what he's going to do. Right. The man's but troubled, obviously. He's very skifted. He's putting a lot of that talent to waste. Uh, look, he's been well, on the Well, Daniel Cormier has had the belt for two years. Right. Fuck. Illegitimately <laughs> owning That's the heavyweight It's got to eat him up alive. I swear, Cormier probably, I bet you Cormier's one of those dudes that sits around and looks at those belts, and he's just like sweating, and he's thinking about John Jones, and he's Jerking like, off. He's probably coming everywhere. It's just like, loads. I want you to come back, John, so I can do the thing. <laughs> You're the only man that's beat me, except for Olympics. I gotta beat you. Yeah. I would say if there's any time in history where Cormier stands a good chance to beat John Jones, it is right now. Right? Yeah. Because if he doesn't do it now, he'll never do it. But right now, I think Jones is the most vulnerable he's ever been. Look, the guy's got to prove to the world that he can do this. After all the shit that's gone Which down. Which guy's got to prove it? Jones, Jones or Cormier? Jones. I think Jones has to prove that he can come back, go through all the crap, and still win this belt. I think Cormier is going to beat him. And I, I, I think it, he's right. I think it will change John, and hopefully for the better. But I still say to this day, John Jones has not changed. He's putting on a show. It's, he's full well, of he, shit. He's getting more... He, he's recognizing the person that he is now. Yes. He doesn't have to pretend to be someone else. Maybe. I, uh, that I can respect. Can you? And I, I think a 10% John Jones still beats Daniel Cormier. I mean, look at <laughs> in the past. Like, the person that gave him the toughest fight was Gustafson. And that's because he said he didn't train. He's out partying. He's doing, yeah. you know, how much effort did he really put into the training for that fight? I don't know. Still was able to walk away with a win. Yeah. Barely. You know? I still say he I, lost I thought he lost the fight yes. too, but I mean, is he going to do that against Cormier? No. Does Cormier have the best chance to beat him? Sure, but I still think a, you know, I don't. Know, I said ten percent, but even a twenty-five percent of John Jones, I still think beats anybody in the division. Is Daniel like, Cormier included. Yeah. Is this like a it's motivated tough. BJ Penn kind of thing? It's tough, maybe. <laughs> okay. But it, it's he's proved it. Like he has not lost. He has not lost. So it's, it's a good point. We'll, we'll have to see. I don't think he's a clean-cut guy. He never will be. And I think he's really embracing. He's not the heel, but he's just embracing who he is now. So, so he's, he's a complete person. Just yeah. like, here I am. And I'm glad that the UFC is painting him in the same light that he's acting. Like, we're not hiding who the man is. Mm -hmm. and I think that's the most important. And I think that's why people can get behind that. One way or the other, just say, this guy's either a fuck-up, and I, I want him to lose, or he's a fuck-up, and I want him to win, because they want the comeback story. Gotcha. So, we've got everything. And Don't call it a comeback. Hopefully, the fight happens. Uh, Daniel Cormier, you better fucking make weight. Saying that right now. He misses weeks, weight. Two weeks. Yeah. He's going to miss weight. But we already gave a sacrifice to the MMA gods. He what lost the Nunez fight. So. <sighs> I don't think anybody's really losing that much sleep over that one, anyway. What else do we got? Uh, I'm good on news, I think, for me. I think I have it. That was it. All right. We'll get through. Should we do some Ask nuts? Ask nuts. We were a lot. These nuts. Breakneck speed. All right. Carol West, yes. Uh, what do you guys think of Nunez pulling out of her title fight against Shevchenko when she was medically cleared by multiple doctors? Do you think fighters should be stripped of their titles if they refuse to fight? Uh, maybe not the first time. It depends in this situation wage nuclear war and just strip her of everything screw that Shit. yeah I think it's a case by case basis yeah. I don't think you can blanket strip anybody <laughs> you definitely can't strip people randomly I, well it depends 
If I'm the police, I'll strip search anybody and everybody. <laughs> what? Body cavity, Double brother. finger. Whatever it takes. Cavity search. Yeah. But, yeah, well, the case of Jermaine Durandamy, that was like, she yeah. said, I am not going to fight the person we created the fucking featherweight division for female. Yeah. Cyborg. So you have to strip that one. That's a done deal. This one, mm, will I strip it? Probably not. Is, does she have a legitimate case of not fighting? Not in my book. Yeah. If you're medically cleared, it means you should be able to you're fight. You're fighting. Right. You're fighting. Especially as the, as the mean, main event. I mean, even... I mean, if I'm that person, and I'm not, but I'm saying if I'm that person, I, I got to understand that the fans came to see me fight, whether I win or lose. And sometimes when people are sick, they have the performance of their career. It's true. Michael Jordan's Thank prime you. example. <laughs> like yes. How many times did that guy do it? Oh, I'm sick. And he runs off. Ah, I just scored 63 points tonight, <laughs> motherfucker. I felt like shit. I was shitting my pants, you know, yeah. during the game. But, I still. but that's the difference, though. I think a guy like that uses that extra adversity as like right. a motivation to go, sure. I can do this. And then it becomes like this great thing. Some people fold under the pressure, man. Right. Because, well, I think, I don't know if there's a fear of the person you're fighting, but maybe there's just a fear of losing the title. Go uh ahead. -huh. You know, something you've been working so hard to get and you finally get, you, you want to have every advantage you can. You don't right. want to give up, oh, I can't breathe. Breathing is important, Matt. Overrated. <laughs> Finish the fight in 13 seconds. Okay. Conor McGregor. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Arian Malik asks, what do you guys think about implementing energy-saving strategies for fighters? For example, Yoel Romero. What I mean is, to avoid a lot of high kicks or jumping explosive knees and just keep it to basics, jab, low kick, as far as the stand-up game goes. Um, I think at this level, energy management is definitely a big issue. And if you know your fighter's going to tire from doing certain things, at the same time, you don't want to do that to restrict somebody's potential output of offense. Alistair overrated. Right, which that's taking it way to the extreme. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm torn. Uh, BJ Penn had the had the one, remember when he was at yes. <laughs> like the whole thing. Standing up that, straight. Those I, are extreme Iraq examples. style is the yes. best. Yes. Chin up. Hands. Old school. Yeah. Uh, I like it and don't like it. In the right setting, I think it's been used well most of the time. Just let the fighters fight. Yeah, I, I think you you just you have to understand what the fans want. You can't just disrespect <laughs> <They want blood. laughs> the fans. Well, there there is the give and take, and I, I think I'll go back to that Eddie Alvarez interview where uh, I forgot who he fought. Was it Pettis? Where he just took him down, held him down, and the fans were fucking booing the shit out of yeah. him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, man, I understand. I have to have a winning game plan, but I also must entertain the fans. Yep. Like, you can't just do one or the other. Like you gotta, you gotta respect the fans, and I feel like respect some of the some of the fighters are not, and it's just I need to win at all costs. To the yeah. Nunes point, I am not 100. percent I am not fighting. I'm pulling out to overream. I'm just gonna fight so cautious, so cautious. I gotta get my win. I gotta get the title. Yeah. You know, you had your chance. You almost beat Stipe when he was there. Yeah. But these kind of performances are not what the UFC wants to see. They're not what the fans want to see. No, definitely not me as a fan. No, Boring! I don't want to watch you fight again, Overeem. No. No. Come on, man. It's a sad story. Ruby Machado will close it out. Ooh. It's time! Pound sign, Nuts Roll. Pound sign, Matt Rabe Train. Pound sign, Ingo Sugar Daddy. What would you rather have? A personal gourmet chef or a personal masseuse? Oh, that is a, that is a tough one. I would say a personal gourmet chef. Ooh, that's tough. I know. I have to eat a lot. I don't have to get massages every day. Fuck. I'm so torn because I have so many back issues right now. Yeah. I also have celiac disease, so I have to eat gluten-free for life. And my meal selection is shit because I eat the same fucking thing every uh -huh. fucking day. Yeah, your life is horrible. I don't know how you do it. So, oh, man. Boiled chicken. I don't know what I want. Do I want to eat or have... Be pain free. I think food's important. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta choose the food because it would be a lot easier just to pay someone. Oh, I, uh, maybe they're to free. jerk you off twice a week. Hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, part of your gourmet cooking is uh, at massage the right meal, here. You gotta finish me off. So That's just go. the way it works. I bet you there's a specific type of cuisine that has exactly that. Hmm. Mm. That's like. Mm. I'll just give you the <laughs> Yo Romero, Soldier of God. Okay. Mm. okay. 
No forget Jesus! Michael Bisbeek! <laughs> You're my boy! Or something, whatever he says. Son! Okay. I'm going to pull a little groin on that one. One of these three to attend a concert. Hang on, I got to rewrite what? this. I think I'm missing part of the question. <laughs> okay, so these three artists are dead, and you could pick one of them to bring back from the dead, and you'll attend a concert of theirs. Which one are you going to choose? Jimi Hendrix, Michael Jackson, or Prince? Dude, hands down, Jimi Hendrix. For sure. He's got to light the guitar on fire, though. Yeah, tripping balls. I, I got to be tripping balls. Well, now, here's the uh, next question I want to ask. We'll rank them one, two, and three. Hendrix is first, then who's the concert you want to see next? Is it Michael Jackson or Prince? Oh, jeez. I think those two are equal. Probably Michael right. Jackson. Yeah, I agree. I would say. He's definitely, out of all three of those guys, Michael Jackson is bigger than all of them. Because you're going to get a show. Yeah. That's for sure. Michael was I've the king, man. He was like the Black Elvis, and then he became white. He's got some so. documentary floating around where they're showing him preparing. I don't know if it's for his last... Concert that oh, never I saw happened. That. Yeah. Like, Jesus I saw Christ, the amount of work this guy is he's so. Crazy, man. He's like, this is fucked up. Stop everything. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Very like, meticulous. Wow. Oh yes. At, at at the top of his game as an entertainer, I think he was one of the best ever. Sure. For sure. Take away all the personal issues. His totally face falling apart. Yes. Going from black to white. Whatever. All the fucking the boys thing. Right. We, weird Neverland stuff. Whatever the hell that was all yes. about. Uh, would you rather fuck the top half of Ronda Rousey on the bottom half of Misha Tate or the top half of Misha Tate on the bottom half of Ronda Rousey? Number two. Top half of Misha Tate. Yep. The bottom half of Ronda. Got a nice face and rack. Yeah, Ronda's got a nice fat ass. But she has no rack. No. Not so you at put all. that nice And you don't want that Goonies face. Nope. You put the Misha face in the rack with the Ronda booty. Yeah, I think that's the right way that's to go. A good combo. Got, we gotta lose the cankles, but we can work on that. I don't. You can work They'll on that. They'll be pointing in the sky. You won't even look at them. Well, you. I'm not going that route. Oh. Face down, ass <laughs> up. That's They'll the way we like that. <laughs> that's great. <Okay>. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> How do you know that I'm song? Gonna, uh, call us. <laughs> call this guy. Oh. oh, Travis Brown is still gonna kill you. <laughs> He's, he's lost his last four. You have a chance. You have a chance. Yeah, I can run faster than him. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe. my chance. I'm pretty fucking slow though. <laughs> maybe. Ah, fuck. Don't kill us. Yeah, I don't it'll all work out. It's on jest or not. Fuck Mary Kill, the Hot Women of Witcher Three Edition. Ooh, these are some good questions. So first, you have the Siri. So that was. Oh yeah, I like that little blonde number. Nice. Dirty. Uh -huh. They have Triss, is the redhead. Oh, damn. Chris Mariol. That is a nice shirt. And Yennefer. Ooh. And I forget how the story played out and what their strengths are. Because I want to say Siri was a witcher, and I think the Triss had fire. Mm -hmm. And I forgot what Yennefer's shit was. Maybe the mine or something. Yeah, yeah. I like Yennefer. I think I'm going to have to marry this girl with this outfit. Triss? Yep. Okay. And then we're going to do... <sighs> Siri, we're going to have to kill. And Yennefer, we're going to have to fuck. Because she just looks like... She looks painful. It's going to mm -hmm. be exciting. Then so She's got all black on. Killing Yennefer. I am fucking Triss. I am marrying Siri. Oh, he likes the blondes. Well, I think it's white, even. Is I it think what? the oh. witcher oh, yeah. hair the, makes the him go the, white. The Angus Oh, like, yes. I never Cheryl finished that game. I should, though. It was good. I don't remember who I ended up in the, with in the end. Because I think, based on your choices, the ending of that game changes to yes. some extent. Correct. And, good question. I like that. It was a good good video game, too. So, some knowledge. i got to pull up my phone, since the internet doesn't want to work on this said fucking computer anymore. I saw they're playing soccer on ice. Playing soccer on ice? Yeah. Pull this up. The soccer balls. Like it looks like a legitimate sport. Oh yeah, look at this. Oh no, <laughs> slide tackle. Ooh. Boom! Oh. I could get behind soccer if we're gonna play it on fucking ice. Sounds crazy. 
but it looks like a legit. I don't know what country. This is just looping right now. But X Tip, is that the fucking game? Mm. But you would imagine fighting's probably legal. It doesn't look like they have spike shoes on either because they're fucking slipping and sliding all over. That'll take all the fun out of it. Oh, that makes it fun. And then when they fall, they really fall. It's not like they got shot. Yeah, yeah like hockey players playing soccer. You can get a legitimate game. No, don't flop it. Ah! <laughs> down! Man down! <laughs> Ouch. My pinky. Yeah. I like it. It's pretty cool. What else we got? We got uh, next week Game of Thrones. Yes! You said something about earlier people can catch up with those Game of Thrones in five minutes? Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll have to post that clip or the link. There was someone did a catch the last six season update in 11 minutes. I just watched it. You forget all the shit that's happened. Still, probably one of the best series ever. And that's that's carried at such a high level. Yep. I don't think there's been any other series that's started good and then fucking seven season in as strong as the beginning. Yeah. Well, I've run into several people in the last couple months who have never seen Game of Thrones. That I'm like is shocked. Amazing. I'm like, what? You need to watch that. Oh, it's too many hours. I'm like, no. listen, just watch the damn show. I don't know what you're talking about. Start. Yeah. <laughs> Are you crazy? I just got wrapped up in the season two. I just rewatched parts of season two because it was running. I just recorded it and yeah. jump right back in. It's good Man. stuff. It's slow for sure, but at the same time, it's building. It's oh yes. yes. To a big and each brawl. season has like an arc that kind of just whoa. It's crazy. I'm looking forward to it. Although it's I don't good, remember yeah. shit. I'll have to check out that 11 minutes. Yes. Preview. That's it. Shut down. That has been this week's edition of my announcement. My name is Ingo Weigel. Matt Griffith. Thanks for playing. A Jew. Did you just say a Jew? I did. Great. <laughs> not like Jew. I mean like a Jew like in like, is a, France. A Jew? That's English. Uh, Parlez-vous Francais? Parlez uh, how do you go to French from Jewish? <laughs> I don't know. Okay then. Right. A Jew is not Jewish. I'm, I'm saying oh, a Jew. Isn't that is like the shit you dip your bread in? Is that like a that's Jew? That's a Jew. Uh, <laughs> that's different. I'm talking about a, okay. a Jew. Maybe that's Italian. Is it Italian? I don't know. A Jew. I don't know. It's a same way to say bye in a different language. Mm. I forgot which one. Sure, this will totally not make it into the show. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs>